With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, cobbers, from the land down under. This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily. I'm James the Cricket Badger and uh, thank you very much for joining us. It's a non-playing day in Australia, but we're going to be back every single day during the Big Bash Bosch. The Big Bash League in its 10th edition. And today we are talking about the English players in the Big Bash. But before we do, thank you very much indeed to bluecrocodile.co.uk. Snapping up the right mortgages for you. bluecrocodile.co.uk. Thank you very much to them for their support of this Cricket Badger podcast. I'm joined today by Ash, Ollie and Sam. And we're going to talk uh, as four Englishmen about the English players who are going to be playing in BBL 10 or have been playing or about to arrive who are isolating in hotels as we speak and how they have got on so far and what we're hoping for them. Um, Start off with you, Ash. Um, There's a fair few English players. We've got the likes of uh, Danny Briggs and Phil Salt at the Adelaide Strikers, Lewis Gregory, Dan Lawrence with Brisbane Heat, David Milan, Will Jacks with the Hobart Hurricanes, Melbourne Renegades have got Benny Howell, Per Scorches, Liam Livingston, Jason Roy, Joe Clark, Sydney Sixers, Jake Ball, James Vince, Sydney Thunder, Sam Billings and Alex Hales. Not all of those have landed in Australia yet. We could have even had more because we saw the likes of Tom Curran and Tom Banton pull out of the competition because of bubble fatigue and Johnny Bairstow will be playing at Test Cricket in Sri Lanka instead of representing the Melbourne Stars. But actually, it's actually quite good as an Englishman sitting on the other side of the planet, isn't it? To, yeah, we're interested in the big bash anyway, but having a few English players in there just makes it uh, gives it an extra dynamic. Yeah, I think it really helps as an English fan to be able to switch on every day and nine times out of ten you can guarantee that there's someone you recognise from having seen them at a county ground actually performing on TV. Um, I think it just adds that little bit of interest for us 
even if you're in neutral watching a game, there's, there's always someone who you're thinking, actually, I'd really like them to do well, purely on the fact that they're English. Really good. And I think that's maybe what sort of a lot of these leagues have maybe missed, not got as much um, support from the English fans earlier on because of the fact that they haven't had as many English players, which I know is as much down to the ECB as it was obviously these leagues. But yeah, I think it, it adds a real extra bit of flavour for, for us English fans to be able to see our lads out there and be basically supporting them. And your team um, on the podcast is Sydney Thunder. You've got Sam Billings, Alex Hales playing for them during BBL 10. Uh, expecting a lot from them. Alex Hales had a good innings first time out and then not quite so good the uh, second time out. Sam Billings yet to arrive in uh, in Australia, but two good players there for Thunder. Massive players, I think you've got to say for Thunder. I think every, it, it, it's hard to put it all on Alex Hales, but I think a lot is going to, a lot of Thunder's chances are always going to lie on 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 him. He is one of the best white ball batsmen in the world, and I think he, he, he's a lot of pressure on him. And if he can if he can fire more times than not, then the Thunder are going to find themselves in the latter stages of the tournament. But there is a lot of pressure on him. The good thing with signing Sam Billings is it does take that little bit of pressure off him. He's done so well this summer and in the last twelve months, especially in white ball cricket for England. And I think if he can show that form for the Thunder. As a finisher and as a middle-order batsman, I think he could be a big linchpin that makes a difference for the Thunder. And I'm really excited for him to come out of quarantine. As much as I've enjoyed his videos of him running on his treadmill on the social media, I would much rather see him running in the middle and hopefully getting the Thunder over the line. It's you that watches those videos, is it? I wondered. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Adelaide Strikers, um, Sam, that's your side on the podcast. You've got Danny Briggs, who's been very successful in the T20 Blast, and Phil Salt, the Sussex opener, who is in his second season with the Adelaide Strikers. Those two have uh, yeah, not necessarily started very well in the Strikers, but two very talented players. But yeah, same question to you, really. Just as an Englishman sitting where you are, watching uh, from a long many thousands of miles away, it just adds a little bit to the to the competition, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. As, as you're saying, it's the, the names that we know. And also what I really like about it is, of course, you know, the, there's the big, the so-called big names, again, in inverted commas, like David Milan, who we're all excited to play, and Alex Hales and Sam Billings. But we're starting to see opportunities for English players who are, are doing maybe on the fringes of the England squad or have never quite made it or are quite young. And actually by doing well in the blast, they can get out there and explore these opportunities around the world. And it can only be good for their development long term. And that can only be positive for the English game you never know they could strike up uh, friendships while out there and, and convince a few of their Aussie teammates to come over and, and play in the blast but yeah the, the strikers have kind of gone down the route of not of using maybe not such established names but actually by doing that they make they ensure they're available for the whole tournament they've built their side in the last few years on consistency of selection and you've got Danny Briggs and Phil Salt not started brilliantly but I'm sure that they will both settle Phil Salt I think had a difficult start last year and then came good it was brilliant towards the end of the season and he plays very much in the I'm going to go out there and take my chances and, and try and fire so some days it won't come off and it hasn't come off the first 
two games, but I'm sure it will. Well, Phil Salt's going to be coming on the uh, Big Bash dailies at some stage. I'm waiting to uh, get back to him until he scored some runs and he's got a big smile on his face. And that will uh, wait until he gets a big 50 or a big 100 and then we'll have uh, Phil Salt on the Big Bash dailies. Ollie, um, your team in the uh, competition's the Melbourne Stars. Does it dilute it at all for you um, that they haven't got any English players? Um, the other two lads have got some English players in their ranks. You've got um, different foreign players uh, in the Melbourne Stars side. Does that, uh, does that matter? No, not really. Well, yes and no. I mean, Stars have had English players in the past. Still not won it with them. I, I would like them to have some of my favourite English players. Um, but understandably, it's, it's not always possible with England touring. The set that they've got in Melbourne at the moment, they seem to go with, well, they seem to have their links to other countries that bring players in. But what it does, though, is it, it widens my interest in, into the other team. So, like I say, the Thunder, Strikers and Scorchers all having good sets of English players represented for them. It does make me want to have a look at them. I'll, I'll be honest, every time I turn on those teams, I'm a kid to death that the team will, or an English player will always fail. So I will try not to watch that much when they're batting or bowling <laughs> and the season. But I think it's really good. And I think it's really good for the player development as well. Look at someone like Benny Howe. He uses his last experience. He's gone, you know, and he's gone to Australia in the winter and he's got himself into the, um, the, the big bash. I think that's brilliant for him. I think it's great for some of the younger English players who will be playing possibly in a T20 World Cup in Australia in two years' time. And I think it's a great experience for them. And I think it's something that, compared to the IPL players of the Indians who aren't aren't able to go and play in these other leagues, I think it's brilliant for them. And I think it may stand as in good stead going forward with future Ashes Tour or World Cups in Australia. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. My team in the competition, the Perth Scorchers, they've got three English uh, players going to be playing for them at various stages during the competition. Joe Clark out there at the moment had a half-decent start to the tournament. Jason Roy, Liam Livingston are going to be joining, I think it's uh, Christmas Eve, I think, uh, is, is when they actually officially um, arrive as Perth Scorchers players. Um, but three very good players there to uh, boost the uh, Perth Scorchers batting ranks. Um, I, was, I was listening to uh, Michael Carberry. Um, Carbs a, a regular guest on the Cricket Badger podcast, but Carbs was saying the in his time, as a player he, he wishes um, that he was sort of 22 again because the opportunities you've, you've all mentioned the, the name the word opportunities opportunities available to young players now to just kind of go and explore the world and obviously get paid but to share dressing rooms with big stars from different countries learn their cultures learn how they play the game and, and learn to improve your own game off the back of that are huge these days and if you kind of think back to Carbs' day when Kevin Peterson was all, all of the controversy about whether he could play in the IPL or not and would be released by England to play in the IPL things have changed a lot haven't they Ash in terms of the ability of some of these players to explore these other competitions not obviously just the big bash in the IPL but Caribbean Premier League you've got the Pakistan Super League the Bangladeshi one you've got the Sri Lankan one there's, there's tournaments 
all over the place now. And, you know, as a player, if you do want to go down the white ball route, you can pretty much play it 52 weeks of the year these days, can't you? Yeah, there's so many options now in white ball cricket. And I think that is really, really good, especially for the younger, the younger talent. They've got so many options, so many avenues they can go down, so many countries that they can go and experience that players previously just haven't been able to yet. Obviously, we talk a lot about being able to go to the IPL, being able to go to the Big Bash, being able to play in those two other big countries in cricket and being able to meet all these players that play in those big tournaments. But I also think it's great that they can go to... There's now an actual financially viable option for them to go to places like Pakistan, like Bangladesh, like Sri Lanka, like the Caribbean, and actually get a taste of what it's like there as well. Sometimes I think that's almost where... England have come up a bit unstuck against some of the, the teams that may countries that we maybe expect to do a little bit better against when we're away from home. Um, because we just players are going there with little to no experience of those conditions where I think that now gives every player has got the opportunity to go and experience basically every every part of the, the main cricketing world and I think that's a massive, massive improvement and a massive plus point that's come from T20 in general. Ollie, one of the things I always think about when when I'm thinking about T20 these days is A, how small the world is and how different people from different countries share the same dressing rooms these days. But that never used to happen. If you go back to the 80s and 90s, when England played Australia or if England played the West Indies, these were strange guys from a foreign land and they, they were the enemy. They came across and they had different dressing rooms, they had different kits and they, they beat <laughs> often beat the English and went home with the 5-0 victories at times. Um, these days, the the likes of uh, Sam Billings, James Vince, uh, you know, these young England players, Jason Roy, in all of these different competitions around the world, they're sitting next to, effectively, when they put on an England shirt, people are going to be coming up against them. It's made it a very small world and they're playing against friends sometimes now. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a really good thing. To, so what we're doing is players can learn from each other and, and drive the sport on speed better. So what I'm sure that when they were ex-teammates and when they play each other on the field, it's just as competitive as always, if not more so, if you're, especially if your friends are on. I know I've played sport against my friends and I've never wanted to be any more than my best friends. I think the learning and the extra competitiveness will always be, will be there. And I think that's a crucial part. And I think the more that's done, although it may dilute some of the rivalries, I'm sure an Ashes series will always be an Ashes series or India versus Pakistan would always be a full-blooded affair. So I, I actually, yeah, I think, it, I think it's even better. So I think it gives another subplot to it. You know, teammates one week and then a bit like international football or rugby and when that happens, I think it's a really interesting part. The thing is, Ollie, as well, they, they'll know some of the uh, quirks of some of their potential rivals from sharing dressing rooms too so there's you know a few weaknesses can be exposed in these these camps can't they as well yeah it makes it a definite subplot as, as we move forward in in world cricket sam the looking down the list of the english which I've, I've already read out won't do that again but you've got some experienced current internationals the likes of david milan who is a regular t20 well world number one t20 player for england at the moment dan lawrence who's obviously just been named in the test side to go to australia jason roy world cup winner so you've got the establishment there the people that are already got the english England three lions on. You've got the likes then of the Phil Salt and Lewis Gregory, potentially Will Jacks as well as a youngster who's uh, you know got plenty of talent. And um, Liam Livingston, who will want to try and make their mark in the Big Bash to get a World T Twenty place and, and further England recognition as well. The likes of uh, Benny Howell, Joe Clark, etc., who are maybe a little bit more removed from the England team, who are just trying to make a living and and, and making a name for themselves. But you, they can use this for international purposes, but they can also use this to say hello India look at what I've done for the Melbourne Renegades or whoever come and pick me for an IPL contract well yeah exactly you know uh, they, they will all tell you they have for international 
England ambitions, but likewise, you can make a, you can have a wonderful living around the world. And someone like Benny Howe, who I was, he's a really nice guy, and I was very lucky to chat to him a week or so ago. I think he played the T the T10 tournament, in fact, and he, suddenly he's got he he's been in the IPL or was going to go into the IPL or because he's got someone like AB de Villiers championing his yeah. corner because he was so impressed with his kind of knuckle balls and his very different variations. You get your you, you score the runs, but also you get in front of these people in the net. And the, you know the coaching circuit is probably quite small as well, so you guys are coaching different teams around the world. So yeah, you get the chance to make a name for yourself within that circuit. And I, like we talk about the cricket, but also from a kind of more human level, like how wonderful it is to be able to go and explore all these different places around the world, kind of culturally, and just get to see them. I mean, I, I wish I had a job, James, that would allow me to to nip off to. India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and the West Indies for four or five, six weeks and see how life is lived over there. And, and also, Sam, as well, yeah, it's understanding different cultures and, and yeah, sharing the same dressing room with somebody of Pakistan origin or something like that who comes from a very different mm-hmm. background to you. Yeah, it's, it opens your eyes, doesn't it? It makes you understand different cultures, different people and how the world works, really. Yeah, 100%. And, I, you know, that's just, it's great that that's happening. And you you things that you wouldn't necessarily be exposed to, slightly different in London, but maybe if you're in, if you're in Somerset or if you're in Gloucestershire, you, you wouldn't day to day be exposed to those kinds of cultures. And actually, so it's a great learning process. It's a really nice human development element. BlueCrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. I do a few betting previews and I've tipped Alex Hales to be the top tournament run scorer. It hasn't quite worked out just yet. He's had two innings and one good one and one not quite so good. Um, but it's a real opportunity for somebody like Alex Hales, isn't it? I mean, he's obviously been a silly boy in the past and that's been well documented. I mean, Morgan has a long memory um, by the by the looks of it. You know, all sorts of different things going on behind the scenes and reasons for his exclusion from England. But with the World T20 coming up in Australia and New Zealand, with his prodigious talent, uh, which is undeniable, Ash, somebody like Alex Hales can use a tournament like this to just really stick his face under, underneath Owen Morgan's nose again and just say, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still fantastic. Pick me. If he gets loads of runs in this tournament, that makes it much harder to ignore him, doesn't it? Yeah, I think this tournament and the coming IPL in spring, I think are going to be massive for people like Alex Hales. I think Hales has got to be hoping he can have such a big tournament and he can beat that top run score, at least in the top two or three. So as you say, really say to Owen Morgan, Luke, you need to have me in the team. You don't want to be left wondering, actually, had we picked him, would would we have gone on to win it if if we maybe don't win it? I, I think with Jason Roy's form as well at the moment, I think we're almost daft to still be dismissing him. I know he's made mistakes and he's made mistakes a couple of times. So as he learned, it's difficult to say, but I think it's maybe not the right way to look at it. But at the end of the day, sports, sports are results business. And I can't believe that England won't be more successful with Alex Hales and their squad than if they haven't got him. Not and it. I think that almost showed in the world the one day World Cup where we struggled when a little bit when Roy was injured. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think Alex Hales is a terrific player. I've seen him live play some just ridiculous innings. Somebody of his talent. I hate to think of him when he's sort of forty and he's sitting there watching the TV 
and he's looking back at his career. Just hope it's not just full of massive regrets because he's too talented for England just to ignore him all the time. I know he's been stupid, but you know he's already been punished hugely, hasn't he, by missing the World Cup. Yeah, the, the, probably the biggest thing in all of the England players' lives, white ball players' lives, has happened. They won it at Lords, and he was sitting at home or wherever he was watching it on the TV. If he could stomach watching it, that is a huge miss for him. And uh, yeah, you've got to feel for the fella, regardless of how daft he's been in the past. Uh, so hopefully that can uh, come out in the wash as we move forward. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money, or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. Just a, a final word from each of you. Give me one England player who you think is absolutely guaranteed to have a terrific big bash. And give me one maybe that people in Australia listening to this might not be fully aware of that you think could surprise a few people. Start with you, Ollie. Um, I think Benny Howell be like the surprise package really I think he's got such a good pedigree and, and history bonded for Gloucestershire so um, really impressive how he's developed actually and how he's back nowhere and so I looked at some of his stats are, are, are absolutely fantastic because I don't keep a close eye on Gloucestershire because they're in different leagues and things from, from Lancashire yeah really really um, really good from him so I'm really excited to see how he gets on because it, they took a punt on him and I really hope that it comes off then other players become successful. I really hope Sam Billings has a really good uh, blast when he comes in, makes a big impact and really pushes his place as, as a potential finisher for the England team going forward, either in T20s or in the ODI team. So I think he's so talented and seems to have really bloomed quite late, later in his career than some of the other players of the same age. So really excited about those. And I think that he should, if he if plays up to anywhere near his talent, he'll, he'll be very successful. I'm going to go with um, Alex Hales as my as my banker, if for want of a better phrase. My, my outsider, uh, and he's not had the best of starts yet, two ducks and, and one slightly better innings, but Will Jacks, the Surrey player, not many people down in Australia will know too much about Will, but I've seen a few of his innings. When he gets in and he gets flying, if he can get some momentum behind his big bash campaign, he could cause uh, a few bowlers a lot of headaches, I think, as we go through um, for the Hobart Hurricanes. Sam, what about you? Your, your banker and your you know, kind of outside pick? Well, you've stolen my thunder slightly there, James, with the, the outside pick, because I'm a, a big fan of Will Jacks too. I think, yeah, quite, he's had a couple of ducks, not great stuff. I saw him a lot last year. That's beautifully. He's not bowled that much in this tournament, but actually he bowled a fair bit for summary up in the, those front power play, playovers. And I don't, he's not just the kind of the spinner you've given over to very first mm. just to, to try and get you know nick a wicket in the first over. He was, he was picking up wickets regularly and bowling his full contingent. So I think... I think he could do really well. I hope he does. I think I completely agree about Alex Hales. I do just think that for whatever reason, and this is based on no knowledge, it just doesn't seem like there is a way back for him. And I think people like, they'll have an eye on people like Jack. I, to- I totally agree. I, I, th- I think Kevin Morgan has made his mind up on this. And I think if, I, if Alex Hales scored 10,000 runs in this competition, I think Owen Morgan would find a reason for uh, yeah. that not to be good enough. So I think Alex Hales might be banging his head a, 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 a against a brick wall. But whilst there is a glimmer of hope, he's got to score as many runs as he can to make it as difficult as he can, hasn't he? I completely agree. Like He's a super player. The, the, you know, it's a conversation for another day, but I think it seems pretty clear the decision has been made that he is not going to be involved moving forward. And England have that embarrassment of riches up there. And of course, we've, you've got guys like Butler and Stokes who are moving around the order who can open as well. So anyway, yeah. that's a difference. That, that's the thing, Sam, with it as well, isn't it? Because it's not like England are really struggling. Because if you've gone back to the 90s or something where England were just absolutely just crying out for somebody to come in and score some runs, Hales would have probably been forgiven by now, but England don't don't necessarily need him at the moment, do they? 
No, you don't even have to go back that far, <laughs> James. Go yeah. back five years ago, probably guaranteed. Um, but uh, you know, it's just it's a shame. But it it is what it is. I think he will score runs in this tournament. I think Liam Livingston will as well. He's my banker. He scored, did well last year. Again, it looks like he might never really break into the England side properly. But he's going to keep going, keep trying to score runs, and uh, you know, I think he'll get a few once he's out of his uh, hotel room quarantine. Ash, the final word for you then. Who's your banker and your outsider? My banker is going to be the same as Sam's. I'm going to go Liam Livingston. I think everyone knows Hales is going to always score runs, but I think Liam Livingston, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him in the top five or six run scorers. Really hoping he's going to put out a big statement in the big bash and then hopefully he'll get himself an IPL contract and get himself in and around that team for the World Cup next year. In terms of surprise, it's hard to look past Will Jacks, but I'm actually interested to see how Jake Ball goes. He's done really well, obviously, in the blast in the past, so hopefully he can show it in the big bash and be some form of replacement to Tom Curran at the Sixers. Well, however you're supporting, whether you're in England, it's, it's going to give us a lot to look at, I think, in terms of the big bash over the next uh, few weeks. The fact there are so many English players down there this time around. I wish them all well. Ash, Ollie and Sam, thank you very much again for joining me on this edition of the Cricket Badger podcast. Thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of the podcast as well. Snapping up the right mortgages for you. Give them a visit on their website, bluecrocodile.co.uk. Follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money. We have cricket back again tomorrow, the weekend. Big Bash Daily's getting good listens to as well. And the numbers are very encouraging from all around the world too. So thank you very much for listening and uh, stay tuned. There's plenty more to come on the Big Bash Daily's. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and see you again tomorrow. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.